Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, a real estate investment program. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family. We bring you experts every day to discuss and answer your questions on everything from single-family homes all the way up to 600-plus unit apartment complexes. And now, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. I hope you're having a great Sunday today. It's a beautiful day right now. Looks like we might be getting some rain coming in here pretty soon. Uh, Tropical Storm Beta reputedly headed towards Texas, so <laughs> get ready. Um, look, to kick off the show, I actually want to hearken back uh, to an event that um, I went to at the start of this year, way back in February, pre-pandemic, right? Uh, and that was the Lifestyles Unlimited Wealth and Passive Income Expo. Again, this was right at the end of February in Houston at the George R. Brown Center. Great event, over 5,000 investors there. Uh, learned a ton personally, met a ton of people. Uh, I miss that in-person interaction right now, but uh, you know, we do what we can. And, and the theme of that, the theme of that um, expo was legacy. And, and I've been sitting on this topic for a while, looking for a good time to bring it back up, pushing it back, pushing it back. And, and I finally found, I think this is the weekend I wanna dive into legacy. And if you got the brochure, if you went to the expo, you, you'll remember it said, across the top, kind of the subtitle there, live your legacy, right? Uh, I want to tell you a little bit about what I'm doing right now today to live my legacy. And I want to get into some topics that affect legacy, your legacy, if you have kids or not, right? You can still bequeath to, to your community, to your favorite charity and so on, your your wealth. But we've got some uh, threats on the horizon um, that could impact your ability to do that. I'm, of course, talking about the Biden tax plan. We'll get into that a bit. I also want to talk about um, covering college costs, because if you think about it, as your child comes out of college, if they are saddled with tremendous student loan debt, it's real hard to get started building their legacy, you know, with with that kind of a hurdle in front of them, that albatross around their neck. So I want to hit on a couple of ways that you can help them surmount that and and, and just get rid of that from the get-go. And we'll also talk about what I'm going to call building the better kid. <laughs> okay, so, and the reason I want I bring up legacy um, today is well because I'm out on the road again. Normally, when I hit the road, I like to bring on local guests uh, in the area where where I find myself. And 
uh, I found I decided this weekend to do it a little bit differently. And where am I? Well, I am I am at San Felipe de Austin. It's a little town in Austin County, uh, just a little bit north uh, west of Houston. We got the you know picked up the RV bunker in East Texas and and trundled down a few hours, couple couple hundred miles. Uh, down towards Houston, and actually we're in the Stephen F. Austin State Park for a week. We are living our legacy. I'll tell you a little bit more about that. But what's really interesting, as we got out and about and saw some of the historical sites here, San Felipe de Austin, that was the the seat of Austin Colony. Stephen F. Austin established that as part of what was then Mexico, part of the state of Texas, which was then part of Mexico. Now, Stephen F. Austin himself, he, he wasn't married. He had no kids. He had no legacy in that sense. But I think we can all agree he left quite the legacy. He's known as the father of Texas. You really can't beat that. And he helped really progress forward and establish the state. Spent a year and a half in, in, in Mexi Mexican jail as a result of that. And some interesting factoids that I picked up along the way, or facts really, and this relates to present day, I think. Um, one of the reasons that we kicked off that war back then with Mexico, the, the Texans, or as they were called then, the Texians. You know what happened? Mexico closed the border to the United States. They stopped allowing entry into Mexico to Americans. Texas was getting too full of, of Americans, basically. They said, we're, we're putting an end to that. Sound familiar, right? In reverse, <laughs> no walls built back then. But um, in a nutshell, that was one of the issues that kicked off the uh, the, the Texas Revolution. Another was the fact that they were trying to centralize power in Mexico City. And anyhow, all of that's kind of flipped on its head, hasn't it? Um, I found it very interesting. Also very interesting is a tavern owner that was uh, lived in San Felipe de Austin, which again is the, the county seat, I guess, for lack of a better term, the, the state seat that uh, Stephen of Austin built back then. She remarked um, that people were encountering Texas fever. They were flocking to Texas. Again, that's why they shut the borders in the first place. <laughs> Where have you heard that lately? It's happening all over again. People are flocking in droves to Texas. So I think it's very interesting. Uh, we're, we're kind of repeating history there in, 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 in several several senses and in several ways. And the, and the fact that people are coming to Texas in droves is what makes it such a good place. It was already a great place, but an even better place now to invest in rental real estate. Now, I mentioned living my legacy. Um, I'll tell you, as I was growing up, my parents, they really formed, they shaped the legacy that I'm living today in the sense of travel. You know, that when they, they're, they've both passed and they, they didn't, you know, they weren't wealthy. They didn't leave me a lot of cash or anything like that, but they instilled in me this love of travel. You know, early days, we'd always travel to the East Coast where we had family or up to Colorado, you know, Colorado, Great Sand Dunes, Yellowstone National Park, Wyoming, you know, all over the West in the summer times, right? And that eventually translated for me to travel abroad, living in other countries, in Russia, in, in Germany, things like that. And, and now I want to give that legacy to my son. That's the whole reason we picked up the RV. That's the whole reason you hear me coming from the road as often as I do is because we're trying to instill that same uh, love of travel, love of seeing the country. We want to show him this great state, starting, starting with Texas, and then get a little bit bigger see the rest of the country uh, so that he has that same love of state and country that that we do so that again that's the legacy that we are living to help instill in our son this this notion and as well there are other benefits we're with him he has his parents around and I want to talk a little bit about uh, what you can do to build that kind of mindset how, how becoming a real estate investor will help develop very beneficial mindsets in your children if, if, if you do this the right way and 
Again, we're talking about real estate investing on this show, and it is that real estate investing that my wife and I started eight years ago that allows us to now do this, to now travel with our son. Uh, it's a wonderful thing, and I'm, I'm very, very thankful to the Lifestyles organization for showing me that path so that I can now get out and show my son many paths, right? Uh, the, the real estate path, Texas, the United States, and, and maybe beyond. So as we progress, we're going to talk a little bit about those mindsets. I want to tell you a little bit about what I learned at the expo, things other real estate investors are doing to engage their children in what their parents are doing as investors, right? Helping them develop that mindset. And then we're going to talk about that college tuition, that student loan debt, and what you can do to help your your your, your kids br br bridge that, brook that. And then we'll get into that Biden tax plan. So stick around. If you've got any questions, the number here in the studio is 855 497-4335 and we'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Talk 13.7, the right choice. We're back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. We're here to answer your questions and help you become financially free. Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb, and today on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, we're, we're talking about legacy. And if you have any questions on this topic or anything related to real estate, you're welcome to give me a call here in the studio. It's 855-497-4335. Again, 855-497-4335. Or send me an email to askandy at com. That's Lifestyles Unlimited Incorporated, L-U-I-N-C dot com and the notion of of legacy I've, I've had this on my mind for quite some time really since we concluded the wealth and passive income expo back in february of this year 2020 pre-pandemic uh, a lot of good speakers on the main stage dell brought uh, a family up there and they have passed this legacy on to their kids they've brought them into real estate right and and legacy of course it, you know it can mean all kinds of things right typically you're going to think about um leaving your kids or your heirs, maybe maybe you don't have children, maybe you have other family, extended family, but but leaving your heirs your your wealth, right, money, assets, and in part we're talking about that, right? But but it can mean other things. It can mean, you know, helping your kids to build a good character, right, a strong work ethic, to to be generous, you know, inspiring them to 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 be civic minded, to to do good and 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 help others, you know. For like I said earlier in the first segment, for my part my parents the legacy they left me was this profound uh, love of travel and we are leveraging our financial freedom now 
in an RV, as it were. That's our chosen mode of transport. I, I love it. <laughs> it's a little scary. It's a travel trailer, learning to pull that thing at the start, but uh, we're, we're having a blast, and our toddler is loving it as well. And when you get into real estate investing, right, it's, it's going to have, it's going to throw off any number of benefits. We talk about the financial freedom. What does that translate into in terms of legacy? Well, if you do have kids, he or she or your son or daughter or, or multiple kids, they're, they're going to have their parents around more, right? If you're working 50, 60, 70, I don't know, 80 hours a week, both you and your wife, you and your spouse, you and your, your significant other, it's hard to spend time with your kids. And, and I, think, I think that's a problem in today's society. I think we're missing a lot of that good influence. And when you get into that financial freedom, when you build that passive income, whether you're getting into multifamily apartments or single family, which is what my wife and I have done, is bought, you know we built up a, a portfolio of single family houses that affords you the time to work less or, or not at all, right? At that, what we call W-2 job, or maybe you're self-employed. Maybe you buy a business, you're employed in that business, and you devote your life to that business. That takes a lot of time off your plate as well. Um, now, of course, I'll tell you, <laughs> footnote, as we navigate this pandemic, you might be listening to me right now and say, hey, I'm ready to get that kid out of the house. <laughs> I get, I do get that as well. Um, but having the, the parents around more is, is a huge, huge thing. Uh, and I'll tell you something that both my wife and I uncovered that we didn't really know we never really thought about or didn't think in these terms, I guess, is entrepreneurship. You know, you do not have to be an entrepreneur to become a real estate investor. That's the beauty of Lifestyles Unlimited is we've got the roadmap for you. You don't have to go out there and reinvent the wheel, right? Um, in, in that sense of entrepreneurship, de de you know, developing the next best thing. Um, but what I've found is that as people get into this business, they find they've got that aspect of entrepreneurship buried somewhere in there. It's just been suppressed over so many years, chained to a desk in front of a computer or whatever else you do, right? That suppresses that entrepreneurship because you're going to work all day long, 50, 60, 70 hours a week. You're exhausted when you come home, you plop down in front of the television, watch sports if they're back on now, right? And, and that, that, kills that, um, that kills that entrepreneurship. When you start to invest in real, real estate, you're, you're gonna find, and I hear this from many, many investors, you're gonna find that that does live inside of you. And then you're going to share that with your kids. In fact, they may be able to develop that a little bit more quickly as they see that grow in you. It's a huge thing. And parallel to that, we, we talk about this all the time. And you won't see this in every investor group that's out there. You won't see this in a lot of places. It's the abundance mindset. And it's a huge part of what we talk about at Lifestyles Unlimited. We understand that the, the pie, it's very, very big. There's plenty for everybody. We don't approach things with a scarcity mindset. There's not enough money to go around. There aren't enough deals. I can't get a deal. I can't find a house to buy. They're there. We we learn to think and to view things from an abundance point of view, an abundance mindset. Um, that also informs when I when I mentioned earlier the notion of being generous, of giving. Right when you have the scarcity mindset, you just never have enough money. You're never going to want to donate or or participate with that that local charity because you just don't have enough. Right, You're, you've got the wrong mindset, and and as you grow your real estate business, as you develop that abundance mindset, guess what? You're going to pass that on to your kids as well, and that's that's hugely important. Um, of course, there are more, I don't know, tactical or, or other skill sets that you'll you'll imbue upon them. At, you know, finance, right? The, the the real estate that we do at Lifestyles Unlimited, it's a numbers game, right? It's not an emotional game. I love that house. I love that floor plan. It's a numbers game. 
you, investor, are going to learn how to work the numbers, how to analyze and that sort of thing to know if you're getting into a good deal. And that's a skill set that as you bring your kids on, you can teach to them. And that's what I loved at the expo. We had a number of investors that I remember speaking with that they have brought their kids on board. Their kids are still minors, right? They're under 18. You can't sign a contract until you're of, of majority, right? 18 or, or older. Um, but they're essentially bringing them on board. Maybe they've got an allowance. They've saved up some cash and they're quote unquote investing in that multifamily project. I remember speaking with one investor in particular. He's done that with his two boys. Um, it's a great way to bring them in to teach them that that finance. Another family that I talked to, they are single family investors. And as they buy houses, they take their kids out there with them to the projects. I remember talking to one family that's in San Antonio. And the first house they rehabbed, the kids kind of got a, you know, they looked at it. They understood what was going on. They're a little bit younger. But over the years, they got older. They saw what their parents were building. They wanted to get involved. Same story. They had a little bit of savings from allowance or chores or whatever and invested, quote unquote, right? Again, minority can't, or minor age can't sign a contract, but you put your money in the pot with your parents and they're, they're getting returns. They're seeing how leverage works. They're seeing how they can grow their income compared to that savings account that maybe they had the money sitting in before. They're co-investing with their parents in single family. They're a little more hands-on in this case um, and helping with decisions around construction, learning about project management. All of these things are skill sets that are that are going to develop your children into better, you know, better citizens, better, better people. I think they learn to deal with people with with residents, right? They're there with their parents when they go, you know, if they go out and meet with those residents or contractors. And of course, networking. I saw a number of kids at at the at the Wealth and Passive in Income Expo when we were in Houston. You know, it's a great way to to get them familiar with talking with people, right? And again interesting ways that people are involving their kids or even their grandkids co-investing you know with them in multifamily or single family getting a little more hands-on a buddy of mine takes his grandkids out with him to help with the renovations pays them a wage <laughs> you know he, he teaches them uh that great uh work ethic and finally i saw one member uh she presented at the at the expo and she's engaged her kids as employees she's brought them on to help manage as property managers and again, these are just sundry ways that you can involve your children to to get them involved in real estate, to get them building that abundance mindset, right? Learning several skill sets um, along the way and showing them a new path before they even have to get to that choice of, do I go to college? Do I take on this, this mountain of student loan debt or not? And when we come back, we're gonna transition. We're gonna take a look at the student loan debt and what you can do to help your kids aside from what we've spoken about so far we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Now, let's get back to your map to financial freedom. Mm -hmm. 
Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb, and I am coming to you live today from San Felipe de Austin. If you missed the earlier part of the show, I talked a little bit about our location. We are in what was once upon a time originally the the seat of government for the newly formed Republic of Texas after uh, the end of the, the war against uh, Mexico after Santa Ana was defeated. And that was short-lived. It was very soon moved up the uh, up the road to, or up the river, I should say, the Brazos to Washington on the Brazos. And of course, now we know that the capital is <laughs> Austin, Texas, of course, named for Stephen F. Austin. Austin Colony is where um, his organ, you know, his he established his seat, brought as many people as he could on board before uh, the Mexican government closed the borders again sounds familiar to certain modern day events uh maybe in in reverse but we're talking about legacy right that's the legacy of, of texas right there the legacy of stephen f austin i mentioned a little bit about my legacy and what drives me to travel and get my kid out on the road basically if you missed any earlier parts of the show we talked also about things you can do to help build a legacy for your kids more internally right helping to shape them spending more time with them that sort of thing uh, you can uh, check out the show. We'll have these archived at lifestylesunlimited.com. Uh, click on the radio tab. It's beautiful here. I'm just looking at this Spanish moth, moss hanging down from these oak trees. Nothing like uh, what I normally see up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, uh, you know, of North North Texas. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. And uh, let me tell you just quickly, we'll, we'll be coming to you next week from another state park, uh, Lake Livingston State Park. We'll be interviewing a local investor, local to Houston, that is investing in secondary and tertiary markets. Just took down uh, an apartment complex in Conroe, Texas, if you know where that is. Uh, we'll, we'll hear his story and learn a little bit about that market and how things are going, how he's been dealing with COVID. So be sure to tune in. That's again, that's going to be next week now. We're talking about legacy. We're thinking about your kids, our kids, and if you have kids. And boy, I'll tell you, talk about a bad legacy. What what about starting out life 30, 40, 50, 60K, $60,000 in debt? College and student loan debt right now is... It's it's mind boggling. I remember when I started hosting this show, maybe a year, year and a half or so ago, I uh, talked about student loan debt then. It was at 1.5 million. It's now grown to 1.56. We've, we, we've added another 60 billion in student loan debt to the pile in, in just a year and a half's time. I mean, it's, it's, it's mind boggling. But if you think about it, right, 2019, 2020, the, the cost of college, you know, pre-COVID, um, public in-state, you might be paying $10,000 just for tuition for a semester. If it's a public school out of state, closer to 30. If it's private, closer to 40, just for tuition. You throw room and board on top of that, right? You're easily getting anywhere from 22 to maybe $50,000 a year. Do the math, right? For your program, uh, it's going to be anywhere from 80 to maybe $200,000 on average, right? And, and we know their specialty education tracks out there that are going to be even higher specialty schools that are going to be even higher i mean that's just how it is in in today's world uh, unfortunately easy money's made those loans easy to get and uh, we we see the result but you have options as parents uh, or maybe grandparents right you have options if you have kids or family that will be or are planning to go to college or maybe they're two years old right now you don't know what they're planning i don't know what my toddler's thinking half the time but there are things you can do to get ready, right? Things that will help you as well, whether you're a real estate investor now or not. If you give that some thought, think about where are you in Texas? What's the cost of education now? You could put it, you know, you could put your money into that 529 plan. 
uh, which is then dedicated to a to tuition. What if your kid doesn't go to school? Well, the money's trapped there. You can pull it out at at a cost, right? There's a, a penalty that you have to pay. I think a better route to go is one of two things. Be very targeted. Buy a house or two or three and a number of houses that are bought on per, on behalf of your, your child now and hold them. Start to build up that equity, right? Collect that cash flow. Keep that reinvesting into the property as you need to for maintenance. Either hold those throughout. Now, 18, 20-year hold, that's a little bit long. Or better, start to turn those, right? Sell one, do a 1031 exchange, buy two more. Hold those for a couple of years, sell those, do a 1031 exchange, buy four more or five more, right? Or, or shift into small multifamily, some sort of an independent rental owner type uh, play where you, you buy the, the apartments outright, right? But, but target a specific asset or assets and keep those growing and have those available. When they say, yes, I'm ready to go to college, I want to become a doctor, it's gonna, you're, you're going to see those dollar signs flitting in front of your eyes, oh gosh, but you're ready right? What can you do? You can either continue to collect that cash flow to fund that, that education because you've built up enough cash flow there, or you sell those assets, right? Cash out, pull that money down. Now, when you do that, there will be tax obligations unless you do that 1031 exchange to keep deferring those gains uh, into the next asset. But obviously, if you need the funds for that college, well, now's the time to do it, right? That's, that's one way to do it, to have those targeted assets. Or, or like I said, just understand what tuition, room and board are today and what they're likely to be in 20 years, do do make an estimate of some sort and start building up that passive income. It's exactly what we talk about on the show in terms of cash flow chunking. It's just that we're projecting 18 to 20 years down the line um, when that child or, or children, right, maybe maybe going to college. So how much are you expecting to need to pay out? Again, that could be anywhere from 20 to uh, 50K per year, right? But if you think about it, right here in Texas, we're typically on average throwing off around 400 bucks a month in, in cash flow from a single house. I've seen it. I've seen them down to 200. Typically, when they get lower in cash flow, I'm getting more equity, right, on on, on from the, in the on the outset, which I can then turn into those other assets later, right, through a 1031 exchange, or I may be getting a little less equity on the front end, but higher cash flow. I, those tend to be, I tend to see trade-offs there. Not always. But I do tend to see that. So if you think about that $400 a month um, on one house, that's 4800 per year. You only need a couple houses to fund that public tuition, right? It's the same approach we apply to if you, if you own your own house and you have a mortgage, build up that cash flow to offset that mortgage. If you've got a car payment, you build that up to offset that car payment. That's how you get to your financial freedom. Do the same just with some forethought for that future, <laughs> very distant expense. And if your child or children, they see what you're doing, as we talked about in an earlier segment with rental real estate, they, they get the bug. I've got the bug. I hope my kid gets the bug. If he doesn't, that's fine. But hopefully they get the bug and they want to join you, right? Maybe they, maybe they skip that college route altogether. Um, we've, we've got an investor in Houston. His dad gave him that, that offer. He's like, hey, we've got these funds set aside for you. You can go to college or you can start a business. His dad is a real estate investor. Guess what he did? He said, you know what? We're going to skip the college. We're going to start that business. Hugely successful young man. Hugely successful. You know, he saw that path. He saw the legacy that his father was creating, his family, and made the choice. Right? So as you build this this business, uh, this, this rental 
real estate, this this income producing um, portfolio of assets, your, your children, they're going to see that, you know, especially as you grow your portfolio and have more time to involve them, have more time to be around them, to share what you're doing. Um, it's just huge. So tuition, we talked about, you know, the student loan debt, like I said, is at 1.56 trillion, a crazy number to me. Um, the average student loan debt is north of 30K, 32,700. This is, I'm taking this from an article in Forbes. This was published in uh, pre-pandemic, February of 2020. Uh, student loan debt statistics as of that time, uh, 1.56 trillion, uh, over 44 million people with student loan debt. And here's the interesting thing as well. Average student loan payment is $393. What did I just tell you? Buying one single family house typically is going to cash flow around $400. So if you missed the boat and you weren't able to get this portfolio built for your children to maybe help circumvent that whole student loan debt route in the first place, and now you've got student loan debt or they've got student loan debt, get that house, offset that cash flow, offset that payment. If your student loan payment is higher, get a couple houses. You'll be building income, you'll be building wealth in the meantime, offsetting that debt. It's a huge, huge way to go. We call that cash flow chunking. We won't get into that in depth today. Now, I mentioned something called a 1031 exchange uh, in this segment. That is at risk. So stay tuned. I want to tell you why. Talk 1370. Warning, listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. We will teach you how to create wealth and passive income so you can be financially free. And now, back to your host. Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb, and on today's show, we're, we're talking about legacy. If you've got any questions for me or any future show topics you might like to hear about, send me an email to askandy at L-U-I-N-C. Dot com. And this particular topic I've been sitting on for a while, ever since the Wealth and Passive Income Expo um, back in February of this year, the topic or the, the, the theme of that uh, expo was a legacy, live your legacy. And I told you a little bit how I'm doing that personally right now, uh, because we've built up our residential rental income, right, uh, real estate income, our passive income, uh, which is enabling us to now travel, show our son, the state, the, the country, and so on. That's how we are translating that into legacy for for him. We talked a little bit about things that you as a real estate investor can do to involve your children, to teach them, to, to spend more time with them, to build more character, eth you know, work ethic, and so on. Um, and we talked a little bit as well about um, student loan debt. And, and I view that as being relevant to legacy because, boy, it's really hard to start building a legacy when you come straight out of college saddled with a ton of debt. You know, when we run our, our background checks, our credit and screening checks on, on new residents, um, I'm seeing huge, huge debt loads on a lot of the younger ones that are just, you know, more recently out of out of college. I finally got mine paid off just a few years ago, thankfully. It's a, it's a huge thing. Now, in the conversation, in talking about ways to help your children with um, maybe circumvent that debt from the, from the get-go by using real estate, we talked about, I mentioned the term a 1031 exchange. And that's at, that's in, that is at risk right now. It's a huge tool for us as real estate investors to be able to grow our wealth, to defer taxes in a nutshell, 
um, and, and grow our wealth for our heirs. That is at risk. Something else is that's huge for us as investors that are investing for, you know, in generational wealth, essentially building generational wealth that is at threat as well. We'll talk about that. Um, interesting article here. This was in Market Watch um, a couple days back. It says the title of it. Anyhow, I just want to read you this. You may never see it as good as it is now. Wealthy Americans prep their finances for a possible Joe Biden presidency. Here's how. I'm not trying to wade into politics here. I'm historically never been a Democrat or a Republican, just so you know. Um, kind of skate the, the, I guess, more the libertarian line. But um, as far as building my wealth for my son, this, this is a serious topic for me. And a lot of people are seeing that as well. A lot of people are accelerating now because of what they see possibly coming. Um, they are, they're, they're divesting assets now, right? They're pulling forward uh, plans that they maybe had for 5, 10, 20 years down the road and uh, divesting assets in order to avoid uh, what what could be coming and among other things um, at part of Biden's plan. He, he he's interested in getting rid of that 1031 exchange Okay, just let's just get to the point there um, We use that 1031 exchange. Let's say I've bought a house and five years later. I sell it I've built up a significant about amount of equity in the house. I've got good good equity there uh, just through appreciation through the the pay down of the mortgage of course I've depreciated the house over time well, when I go to sell that, I'm going to have to pay right now anywhere from 15 to 20% capital gains on that asset. I'm also going to have to pay a, a tax on the depreciation. It's called depreciation recapture. It's 25%. Right? On top of that, there's an Obama, what we call the Obama surcharge, right? 3.8%. And if you're in a state that has income tax, Texas does not, um, that comes into uh, play as well. And among other things, we can defer those taxes by taking those gains and rolling them into another asset. So we sell the asset instead of paying the taxes, we use the funds, the gains to invest in a new asset, right? Of, of like kind, right? Another house in this example. And because we do that, we don't have to pay any of the taxes that I just mentioned. That's a 1031 exchange. Um, first and foremost, the Biden tax plan wants to get rid of that 1031 exchange. It also wants to then take the capital gains rate up to uh, the highest tax bracket, which is 39.6%. Um, or if, if that is your, your tax bracket, I guess is how that would apply. You would be then paying on your, um, your, you would be paying your capital gains rate. Well, it wouldn't be capital gains anymore. It's just viewed as income at that current rate. If you pay taxes at 25%, well, that's what your uh, new rate would be. So for the wealthier people out there, that means 39.6%. So instead of that depreciation recapture at 25, 39.6. Instead of capital gains of 20%, 39.6 and, and so on. Um, so you can see where that is an immediate hit and slows down your ability now to grow your wealth. And I, I went to a, a, a lunch and learn uh, with ERG, that's Exchange Resource Group, that's one of our vendors that um, is an agent that, that manages the 1031 exchange. You can't just go and do that on your own. You have to have an agent that, that manages the process for you. And that's what they do. And Dan McCabe was one of the presenters there. Um, and he talked about, he had a great graph, a great chart that showed the different things that, the different ways that you as an investor, if you invest and sell in, in normal environment like we have today, what happens if you do not use a 1031 exchange compared to what happens if you do? And, and it's it's phenomenal how much more quickly you can grow your wealth by using that that tax deferral uh, tool 
right? That's what it is. It's a tool in our toolbox. If that tool is taken away entirely, as is appears to be the plan, um, the ability to grow wealth, it declines significantly. Again, we looked at each of those three uh, trajectories and it's, um, yeah, it's something else. And that's not the only thing that's going to go away as part of that or be, be removed as part of that Biden tax plan if it goes through, if he's elected, right? Um, he also wants to take away something called stepped up basis. And this is more germane to me as somebody that's building what I hope to be generational wealth for my son and, and maybe for his kids as well. And what the stepped up basis does for us, pardon me, is let's say I've bought a house for 50K, right? Let's just call it 50K. And we sit on that house for a while. We're collecting rent where we, you know, it's it's gone up in value and over the years, uh, maybe it achieves a, a market value of $200,000. Well, in the current environment, let's say my wife and I both pass away and our son inherits that house from us. He inherits it at what is called a stepped up basis. It meaning instead of viewing the house as purchased at $50,000 when we bought it, it's viewed as though it takes it, it goes into his hands at that $200,000 market value. So if he turns around and sells it next year for 210 thousand dollars he's only got a ten thousand dollar capital gain there that he pays taxes on that's stepped up basis that's huge if you have a portfolio of assets what well, it doesn't even have to be real estate it can it can be stock assets it can be anything they're gonna if that you know as long as that stepped up basis is in place you basically re push the reset button on your passing reset to the the current value and it, and it benefits your heirs right so they can then do the same with, with their heirs as well. The problem now is if that is removed is when he inherits that house from us, it's no longer viewed as though he in, acquired it at $200,000. It's now viewed as he acquired it at 50K, 50,000, the price that we paid. If he turns around and sells it then for 210 in, in a year, well, now he's paying the difference between 210 and 50 as capital gains or as tax, right? The capital gains tax is, is gone essentially, but, um, whatever his tax bracket is. Um, and you can see where removing that stepped out, stepped up basis is, it's going to be, I don't know, I view it as crippling, very onerous um, for for my son, for your kids, for, for your heirs, anyone that you plan to bequeath your your assets to, whether whether it's real estate or um, any anything else. And um, I, I just hate to hear about that because that's been part of our planning, right, all along is to, move these assets on at some point to to him, right? Um, so 1031 exchange is potentially uh, going to be removed. There are other things going on. Uh, a rate, an increase in the tax, you know, general tax bracket rates, um, which given everything we've been through with coronavirus and, and, and all the subsidies and, 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 and bailout packages and whatnot, um, we, we're either gonna have higher taxes at some point or higher inflation, maybe both, but uh, something's got to be done to to resolve that debt load. So I, I can understand that. But um, wiping out the 1031 exchange and and wiping out the the stepped up basis that's that's a huge that's a huge step. And if you you want to read more, go to taxfoundation.org and look up Joe Biden tax plan 2020. They've got a great summary of um, sundry impacts of of his plan. You know, it, it states obviously raising taxes on higher income individuals that's that's i get that uh no don't don't agree with it necessarily but um um i see that here um expect to raise tax revenue by 3.8 trillion over the next decade 
right? Um, it's going to have, they refer to a macroeconomic feedback loop or effect that causes a loss uh, as well, um, you know, such that they're only really collecting 3.2. In other words, there's, there's less economic activity, so tax base goes down. Um, they're expecting, and this is a little bit depressing, a, a reduction in GDP by 1.51%. A reduction in GDP, right? We're having a heck of enough problem right now. I don't want to, I don't really particularly want to stomach another uh, uh, decline or reduction in GDP. And it actually expects to drive a loss in jobs, 585,000 in, in job losses. So anyhow, um, that's the Biden tax plan. Learn more. If you go and listen to the, the Del Walmsley radio show on the archives, uh, you'll hear an interview he did with Dan McCabe. Hugely important. Listen to it. Learn about uh, what's going on with that, um, because we want you to build your lifestyle and real estate. And, and using these tools, it's a great way to go. We need them to stay in place. So anyhow, remember everything we've talked about today. It's not the money. It's the lifestyle. You have a good day. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. Join us next time. And until then, remember, it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. Information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.